Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 272, and if you keep track at home, this is season six, episode number 33, and my name is Britt. And my name is Craig. And we are back from vacation. Boo. Ah, uh, yay, but, you know. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Craig and his lovely wife were stuck with me, and my lovely wife was stuck with me, but she always is, for four full nights in Cape May, New Jersey, there was yep. many drinks. Yep. There was many eats, yep. and everything is haunted. Uh yeah, that's a that is a very good summary, I think. <laughs> that that is Kate May in a nutshell, right there, folks. And we're yep. gonna talk a little bit about that tonight and some best ball, and Craig's got some stuff too. But first, let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? So tonight, um, because my allergies have sucked since we've been back. I am just drinking seltzer for now, so. Okay, fair exciting. enough. Exciting, I know. I am drinking Diet Cola, and the reason I am is because I am going to the beautiful Badass Brew Fest this weekend, and after the week that was and the weekend that will be, my freaking <laughs> liver needs some time off. So That's, yeah, that's I, very I, nice of you. It's very nice of you. <laughs> I, I, on the way home, on the way back home from Cape May, at one point, my I said to myself, my God, I can't believe how much I drank this week. And my wife was like, how many drinks did you have this week? And I'm like, I stopped counting. <laughs> I was on vacation. I wasn't driving anywhere. I, I yeah. literally just stopped counting. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I have no idea. So, all right. So let's jump right into it. First, uh, first thing I want to do, I want to talk a little bit about Cape May, New Jersey. For those of you who have never been, Craig has been screaming at me for about seven or eight years now. And I need to go check this place out. So we went down there, and of course, this being a beer and football podcast, I'm going to focus on the beer. Right. We've I visited four breweries. Craig only went to three. Yep. So uh, we went to Cape May Brewing. Mm -hmm. We went to Cold Spring Brewing, which is in a historical district and on nonprofit land, New Jersey's only nonprofit brewery. Uh, I went to Mud Hen Brewing, which is the one that Craig skipped. And then we ended up at Bear Brewing, B-E-H-R. Uh, so, Craig, of the three, and, and you got to try one beer from Mudhead. So I, I brought you a I did. crawler for us to split. But which one was your favorite? <laughs> you know, and I've been to Cape May Brewing before, and I, I do enjoy it very much so. But I've never been to the other breweries. Mm -hmm. But I really, I really enjoyed Bear Brewing. There, I yeah. enjoy. I just, it was... It was very good beer. It was very good beer. Now that the yeah. other beers were not good, I'm just saying, I think yeah, I mean, those I enjoyed the most, this, this, that, this trip that's around. That's the way this discussion goes. It's <laughs> not which was good and which was bad. It was which was best and which was least best because they were all very drinkable locations. Um, I'm with you too. Jenny over at Bear Brewing uh, was very nice to us and told us a lot about the place. Craig and I also learned that New Jersey has an archaic law where they uh, a brewery is required to offer you a tour so you can <laughs> see their facilities. Yep, I never I've been to Cape May several times and I never knew that before. And you can, so. it doesn't mean someone has to walk you around, but it means someone has to give you the opportunity to see the brewing area and to understand the brewing process. Yes. Why is beyond me? I Absolutely beyond me. Cold Spring had a card 
Cold Spring had a card <laughs> they did. where you could literally just pick up a card and, and, and you could see all their tanks from the drinking area, from the, the, the tasting room. Yep. Um, Kate May had a QR code <laughs> that you could scan for a self-guided tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Mudhen. Mudhen just had a big window where all of their tanks were. And on the, the, um, on the menu, it's like, if you would like any of our beers explained or how the process, please just ask your server. And then, of course, Bear had a mural. Yes. <laughs> they painted the wall by their bathrooms with, like, the process of how beer is made. It was, it, it's, yep. I, I, it's the stupidest law. I've seen stupid <laughs> laws. I live in Connecticut. Oh, we, we have we, tons we, of them. Oh, yeah. We couldn't open freaking liquor stores on Sunday for, until, like, 19, like, I'm sorry, until, like, 2010. Yeah. Yep. We we have I don't know if the law is still in the books, but we had a law that you couldn't call a cucumber a pickle unless it bounced. Yep. There was another law actually in where I am that you couldn't walk down Main Street backwards eating a goldfish. Like right. that's a that was a legit law. Why I don't know, but it Some, was there. someone passed these. There was I, I remember growing up. It must have been probably the early nineties because I think it was still in high school. But a man sued his wife for adultery. And I'm like, what do you mean? Up until like 1995, it was a civil offense to cheat on your spouse. And this dude was like a lawyer and he knew this stupid archaic law was on the books for 150 years. And he was like, fuck it. If you're going to cheat on me, I'm taking your cash. So, yeah, Connecticut is full of stupid laws. So it's not just New Jersey. But even we don't have a law that requires a brewery to give you a tour before you can drink their beer. That is true. That is but true. Yeah, so we promised we promised we would give Bear Brewing a shout out. Jenny, the the and I, I made a note on my phone so I would not forget her name. My phone's been reminding me every day that the 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 beer tender's name was Jenny. She was very nice. She even asked us. She's like, "What's the name of your podcast? I want to make sure I listen to it." So, and she's a football sure. fan. And she's a football fan. Uh God, what? It was Eagles. It was Eagles. That's right. She was an Eagles <laughs> fan. That's right. Because then it got awkward when you said you were a Chiefs fan. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I got Only a little for like awkward. a second. <laughs> and she was like, oh, but you guys are great too. I'm like, okay. That is the polite way of saying, ha all right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was very interesting. Kate May was very interesting. There had been an institution down there. Mud Hen is in Wildwood, New Jersey. Definitely, it, it is a much more hopping beer scene than I anticipated. We brought mm. back some beers to sample. As a matter of fact, our contributor, Sean, cracked open a Crushing It from Kate May Brewing today, Very and he good. liked it a great deal. Um, I gave one of my coworkers two cans of it today, and she was like, yep, I'm going home to drink this tonight. So Nice. Yeah, it was and, very, very uh, good. And for those who don't know, uh, when Britt mentioned that it's it's haunted, uh, Kate May is one of the most haunted places oh, in the U.S. It's, so. it's like 400 years old. It's like the first place settled <laughs> in New Jersey, and... Like, yep. it drips with ghosts. Yep. I It was just like, my wife bought a book on haunted Kate May buildings, and she read it the first night we were there, because it wasn't a very long book, but she flew through it. And then she handed the book to Craig, and the rest of the time we were there, the two of them were just constantly going, see that building over there? Haunted. <laughs> that over yeah, there? Where, it's haunted. Uh, where we had breakfast, where we had tacos. Um, yes. We, we, we nicknamed the taco place the Haunted Taco. Yep. Um, the fish market's haunted. Fish so, market's yeah. haunted. Everything's haunted. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm haunted. Uh, very likely now. Very likely. I said, I said to my, the last time she said it to me was that the last night we were there, she was like, oh, you haven't seen this building yet. It's haunted. I said, listen, sweetie, 
at this point, I've been Kate May long enough. My ass is probably haunted. <laughs> let's just let's just assume every building is haunted and move on with our lives. <laughs> you know, I love spooky shit, but which reminds me, as a quick aside, I discovered yeah. a series last night I had, did not know about. I think it started as a web series. It got picked up, I think, by Prime or Netflix or somebody. Have you okay. ever seen BuzzFeed's Unsolved? Oh, yeah. Laura and I watched that. It's, that's a good show. Oh my god! It's very, the two the two hosts are very they're they're very funny together. <laughs> it's two guys, one who is a paranormal believer and one is a skeptic, and they go looking for Bigfoot. They go to haunted houses. They go searching for aliens. It, it is the least scientific, least serious show. Yeah. Episodes are like anywhere from fifteen to twenty five minutes long. They're short, and they are freaking hysterical. They're amazing. They have they do very good like you know, investigative, like, discussions about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and they go back and forth pretty well. So, yeah, it's very it's very entertaining. Yeah, I, I watched the one last night where they, they talk about the Bermuda Triangle. And ah, yes. There, there's one where, like, this this guy bought, had a ship that was considered unsinkable. It had all these safety devices on it. And the hull even contains an inflated area so that if the sink, if the, if the boat did take on water, it would only partially sink. Mm-hmm. And it was never found. It disappeared in the Bermuda, tri- Bermuda Triangle. And the freaking skeptic is like, it sank. And he's like, dude, it had all the safety equipment. It was impossible to sink this boat. And he goes, they said that about the Titanic and they sank that bitch. And I was like, it's just, it's I mean, very funny. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. But I mean, they, but they got there like half an hour later. I'm like, no boat sinks in 30 minutes of that size. You know, it just, it just doesn't. It, Boats take a while to fully submerge unless you take out the entirety of the hull. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. All right. Back to football. So you wanted to bring something up. Let's let's start with what you want to talk yeah. about tonight. So so tonight, because, you know, it's still pre-summer, so there's not a lot happening in football. So true, the true. NFL, I don't know who did this on the NFL, uh, the Adam Sheen. Maybe? Adam Shine. Yeah. yeah. Shine. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. He, wow. He, you don't know Adam Shine? I can't place the name. I mean, I've probably seen him, but... He's the New York-based guy. He's a big Jets fan, um, but he's got, like, this nasally voice, and when he gets excited, he says, wow, in the most bizarre way. It's like, wow! (laughs) It it, it just, like, makes me want to punch my radio and TV when he's on. (laughs) But he's he knows his shit. So what what's he got to say? I want to hear this. Okay, so he did his he did nine burning hot takes. So I'm just gonna go over like I'm just gonna say what he wrote, and then you can you know okay discuss let's, or let's whatever. cover them. Let's cover. Okay, them. so I'm gonna go from nine to one because I think one is hysterical. Okay, so nine Bill Belichick's final season in New England is playoff free. Okay, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's a super hot take at all. No, I, I believe that, especially with uh, Cinch's favorite quarterback playing for them now. So, yeah. Poor Cinch. Yeah. <laughs> um, rookie, I know I can't pronounce anyone's name, so if I said this wrong, just tell me. It's Jameer Gibbs. Jameer. Okay. Leads all running backs in touchdowns. Seeing he's as a, I don't know who this guy he's is. A lion, gonna... He's a lion. He was a Lions draft pick. Okay. Number 12. So, I mean, maybe. Sure. Don't know. Possible. Okay, number number seven. <clears throat> number seven. Justin Jefferson makes NFL history with the first two thousand yard receiver. Uh no, because Kirk Cousins is still his quarterback. Yep, and right now the record is uh, Calvin Johnson in two thousand twelve with one thousand nine hundred and sixty 
four. By the way, yes. just just to, to to keep things interesting, I just threw yeah. myself into the waiting room of a best ball. Oh, excellent, excellent. So go we'll on. Yeah, that yeah. No, I I just don't I don't see Justin Jefferson with a better quarterback. Yes, Justin Jefferson with Kirk Cousins. No, no, because that 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 relies entirely too much on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's the problem. That is absolutely the problem. All right, number six, Miles Garrett wins Defensive Player of the Year. I don't know if that's really a hot take. It probably. I can see it. Can happen. I can see it. Okay, number five, and I do not agree with this at all. Josh Allen wins MVP. I'm sorry, the Bills are such a gray area team now. I have no idea. I can't see it happening. <laughs> and I'm and I'm trying not to be biased as a Bengals fan, but just watching the Bills play the last two seasons, three seasons, I don't he's know. right with what. So he, the question isn't will he win MVP. The question is. Can he get them to the one seed in the playoffs? Mm. Because they're essentially the same thing. Mm, don't forget, right. So MVP is voted on before the playoffs, right? Like right. it's supposed to be based on the regular season. So like in like wildcard weekend is when the votes are like tallied and kept secret and all that bullshit. Right. So it really depends if this team can win 15 games and beat some of the best teams in football along the way. And he carries them? Yes. But it's just as likely that he shits his pants or breaks <laughs> his leg in six places and misses 12 games. Mm, right. So, you know, I mean, what's more likely? That Buffalo wins 15 games this year or mm. that Josh Allen costs him five by himself? Yeah, oh, wow, that's a tough call. Right? Because we've mm. seen Josh Allen fail to step up so many times. And we're talking about the guy who has been back-to-back years the number one quarterback in fantasy, but yes. this is a different, different sort this is one of those situations where there's a difference between fantasy and reality. Yep. What? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I find it hard to believe. Okay. Okay. Number four, the Packers post the second worst record. Oh, to say who the worst record will be. Um, he, well, I think that's actually in the next, um, okay. So that's the next one. Yeah. <laughs> So he's basically saying the Packers are the worst team in football, except for the guy I'm about to talk about. Yes. <laughs> and the guy he talks about is going to, or the team that he talks about is going to go 0 and 17 in his prediction. <laughs> I don't think Green Bay is going to be as bad as everybody thinks they are going to be. I think they're going to be bad, but I think this team could probably win five games. And I can think of probably three teams that I don't know will win five games this year. So okay. I'm going to disagree. Okay. All right. So number three. Oh, boy. The Cardinals do not win a game. The Cardinals open the season on uh, FanDuel or, you know, just, you know, Vegas as underdogs in all 17 games. See, it, it's it's impossible for... And this is where I think lucky people can get lucky for that that sounds stupid when you say it but <laughs> I, I can't tell you what's going to happen in week 10 right now there's no way i can accurately predict a line for week 10 yeah i just uh, uh. <laughs> so you think the cardinals will win a game yes okay i i think they're one i think they're one of the, the teams that could be worse than green bay but teams that I think will will win few, five or fewer games include 
uh, the entire NFC South, except for the fact they have to play each other. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's a team in the NFC South that's going to win three games. It's going to happen. Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> They're all bad. All of them. New Orleans yep. is probably going to run away with that division. And it's not because Derek Carr is good. But I mean, I, the AFC and NFC South. Terrible. The yeah. Jaguars are probably the best team out of yeah. everyone. Yeah, and that doesn't mean the Jaguars are good. That just means that they're the best team in a lousy division. Let me tell you all about being the best team in a lousy division. It's otherwise known as being <laughs> either the Chiefs or the or the the Broncos in the nineties. <laughs> that is that the Chiefs would go would win ten games, go ten and six, and people like, oh yeah, the Chiefs are that. Nope, you're out in the first or second round of the playoffs. Oh, it's because of Marty Schoenheimer. No. You guys are beating up on, back in those days, remember Seattle was in the AFC West. You're beating down on Seattle two games a year. The The Raiders were trying to figure themselves out after after uh, Madden left. The Broncos were perpetually underachieving. It, yeah, yep. Just saying, I, 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 don't, I don't put that much into it. Okay, number two. The Saints earn the NFC's number one seed. And he feels the Saints are going to go 13 and 4. Considering they have six games in the worst division in football, that's hard to argue with. I, I can't I can't argue with that logic. I really can't. It's it's yeah. it's it's very likely. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see them winning the NFC South. If they don't win the NFC South, they should be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. You ready for number one? Because I read this and I laughed out loud. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to take a little little drink of my seltzer here. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> Sam Darnold beats the Jets in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, it came across my phone earlier today <laughs> that mm. Sam Darnold is going to compete against Trey Lance for and the Brock starting Party? position. Yeah, where where is it, Sam? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Wow. Okay, so a website called the Forty ers Web Zone is also <laughs> making the same prediction. Sam Darnold led Forty ers beat Jets in Super Bowl. Um, no. no, no, no. Could here's how it happens. It happens kind of like Jeff Hostetler became a Super Bowl champion. Yep. <laughs> it happens in that he walks through the door in like week 10 or even walks into the Super Bowl itself. Like Trey Lance like breaks his breaks his leg in the first quarter of the Super Bowl and Sam Darnold comes in and becomes the next Rudy and beats yep. that that's how they could beat the Jets. That's how, that's how he could he could be the Super Bowl winning quarterback against the Jets, but n- no, no, <laughs> I think that's I think that's insane. There's so much wrong. No, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna look that up later. I'm gonna see if we can bet like you know futures in the NFL and see what the the line is for the for a Jets 49ers Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, I can I'm, I'm I'm in there now. Hold on, I'll go to sports oh, all right. now. It may not okay, be there so, yet. Oh, everything's here. <laughs> everything's here. Uh, uh, team futures. 
or I guess, you know, you have to bid on them, I guess, sing, like, separately. No, there's, there's a way, there's an actual way to, to, uh, to predict this. I gotta, I gotta find it here. Uh, a winner of the Super Bowl. Okay, no, it's just winner, conference winner. Okay, here we go. Super Bowl 2024. I gotta, I gotta find it now, because it literally is Chiefs to beat the Eagles, Eagles to beat the Chiefs. Oh, okay. So what we want, Niners, Jets? Yep. And we want who to win? Uh, well, if you go by this, the 49ers beat the Jets. So we'll just uh, use his. Uh, it's probably like plus like 55,000. The, the Niners, the Niners <laughs> to beat the Jets in the Super Bowl. Yep. Is plus 13,000. Oh, no, sorry. That's yeah. 13 million. <laughs> plus 13,000. Hmm. So a $1 bet would return you $131 if the Niners beat the Jets in the Super Bowl. Today, I can put Today. a dollar on that right now, <laughs> but I would rather set my money on fire. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. How, what about the other way around? Oh, my God. They're all here. Chiefs to beat the Bears plus 20,000. Wow. All right. So, wait. What, 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 all right. So, I'm, I'm just scrolling down the list. Yeah. I'm going to give you the number. I'm just go, I'm going all the way to the end. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I mean, it's every possible combo here. This, this is freaking eternal. Yeah. Okay, there are a couple of... Is that a million to one? (laughs) Probably. I think it is. Yeah, because the most you can win on there is a million dollars, so... I don't think it lets you win more than that. Okay, yeah, this is... This is... I'm trying to insert commas in my head here. (laughs) Yeah, this is... a million. This is plus one million, so one dollar would pay $10,000. Oh, okay. There is a... There is... Oh, my God, there's a bunch of teams on here. Um... Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. All right, so here, so I'm gonna, so here's, well, hold on. Let's see. Yeah. We're gonna play America's favorite game with this, <laughs> and see how many you can get before you strike out. Three, oh, four, boy. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen matchups. All right, the maximum, maximum odds that a one dollar bet would pay ten thousand. <laughs> how many of those sixteen can you name before you strike out? I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna <sighs> say your over under is five. God. I think you get so. I have to name six. the teams or like the Super Bowl matchup, the matchup and and results. So you have oh, to say man. like Bengals beat the Chiefs or Chiefs beat the Bengals. Obviously, I'm using those two because they can't face each other in a Super Bowl. Right. Okay. All right, so wow. Let's do this. This this is this is great content right here. <laughs> okay. Let's. Six, am I gonna, I'm gonna do this math again. Three, okay. four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen. 15 matchups on the oh board. My, oh How God. many can you get before you strike out? Okay, let's let's try it. Let's go with the, the Texans versus the Commanders. No, no, you got to tell me who wins. Oh lord, the Texans. <laughs> the Texans to beat the Commanders <laughs> is plus to, is 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 correct. <laughs> now, if if I were a smart man, Knowing those two teams are terrible, I would just reverse them and try to. Uh, yeah, I'll say okay if if the Commanders beat the Texans. That's correct too. That's also plus hundred plus one million, or whatever this number is. It's um, over nine thousand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's stay with it. Let's go with the the Texans beat the Falcons. Texans to beat the Falcons. And again, I got to scroll down this list because it's not organized well. No, that is not wow, a win. Really? Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. How is that one just not bedded? No, because there's 
Oh, Texans to beat the Falcons is plus 500,000. So, no, it's on the list, but no, it's not one of the worst ones. So, here's your first strike. Wow. Okay. All right. You just got to ride the Texans and strike out, aren't you? Because that's not the worst strategy. I'm just telling you, that's not the worst strategy. (laughs) But you know what? Let's go with the Texans beat the Bears. Texans beat the Bears. (laughs) Again, there's no way for me to do this on eyeballing it. That's a strike. Oh, come on. Oh, all right. That's but, a strike. Wow. We'd have, we have to move on from the Texans, I guess, for right now. Well, not every one of these is going to be the Texans. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Uh, let's go. Let's go with the Patriots beat the Cardinals. No, the Patriots don't appear on this list at all. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. Is that your second or third strike? That'd be the third one. Okay, so I'm just going to run down the list then. All right. Bucks over Texans. Okay. You got Washington over Houston. The Rams to beat the Texans. Yeah, I forgot about the you Rams. You got the Texans over the Commanders. The Texans to beat the Bucks. <laughs> the Colts to beat the Cardinals. Oh, I was going to say that too. Damn it. Texans over the Rams. Texans over the Panthers. Titans over the Cardinals. Panthers over huh. Texans, Raiders over Cardinals. This is not welcome to the Cardinals block. And then the last four are all Cardinals wins either against either the Raiders, Titans, Colts or Texans. Wow, so they think the Bears are are better than Huh. All right. Not much. Not much, but <laughs> Sorry, yes. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the best odds right now, I'm going to the top of the list is Chiefs to beat the Eagles at plus 2,800. I don't... I I don't think the Eagles are going back. I just don't think the Eagles are going back. No, well... How about about Bengals to beat the Niners at plus 6,500? I mean, all right. I would take that. Why not? (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Chiefs to beat the Lions is only plus 7,000. Really? Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, what's the what's the Chiefs versus the Bears? Uh, I'd have to find it. Then we'll move on. But you know, let me not let like me, we have let me a lot to talk about. Do, <laughs> let me see if I can do Chiefs to beat Chicago. There it is, plus twenty thousand. Should I put a dollar on that? I gotta. I mean, why right not? Now. Why not? The Chiefs Bears. The over... Bears might be good. Maybe Chiefs over the Bears. What do you mean? I don't have any money in there. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Why is it slander? I thought you said you had a dollar. I did. <clears throat> it's going to make you like log back in. Oh, it's in my daily fantasy account. Oh. It's that stupid rule of DraftKings where daily fantasy money and sportsbook slash casino money have to be kept separate. That's right. That's what that's what happened to Cinch last season. He was confused oh. where his money went. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to deposit money now. I mean, there's no other way. I mean, you did say it live on air, so I guess you. Have I got. To know. I. I mean, we all know my preseason bets are just. They're just. They're just amazing. I'm just. There's. There's no. There's no way, man. It's just. It's just always the way it goes. All right. Well, well, I'm doing that. So, all right. So that's. That. I don't know. It's. I don't. I'm not convinced that San Francisco is going to be that good. I'm also not, and again, you're talking to a guy who last year was like, I'm betting against the the Eagles in every format, and I was completely wrong. The Eagles came out and ran a terrible division, and then I was like, well, the Eagles aren't going to go anywhere in the playoffs because <laughs> they played an average schedule in a weak conference, and then they went all the way to the goddamn Super Bowl, 
So oh my god, that I'm sorry, that playoff game against the 49ers was so incredibly sad. It like, was. It was like it was hard to watch. Oh, and I agree. That's after that's me being a Bengals fan for the majority of my life. That game was hard to watch. <laughs> I can't I can't disagree with you there. Can't disagree with you there. I forgot my bank login. Dull. I'll bet on it next week. Though the odds might change. The odds will likely change. I'm gonna try one more password here combination before I get locked out of my own account. It's funny. So I got I got back to work this week, and while I was gone last week, they had an orientation. So they had to show the the training videos that I recorded for situations like when I'm not there. Oh look, that worked. Oh there you go. Um, and they said it's like it's like dude, you 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 do these videos like you're just talking to people. And I'm like, well, that's how I podcast too. You know, I mean, like apparently at one point of the video, I'm like, wow, my throat is dry. And I take a glass of water. And I start drinking. I'm like, I do that on here. That's not, that's, you know, what did you guys think you were getting? Yeah, that's right. You know, you're not, you're not wrong. Do not share this code with anyone. All right. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Same thing as my luggage. <laughs> okay. So the thing I wanted to talk about tonight, I wanted to get into a best ball draft, and there's just nothing starting up right now. Everybody's just sitting there. Best ball is always where I like to start my preseason. Always like to start my preseason. Um, And so, thusly, I'm looking at a free article on fantasy points. The reason I say free is because I don't want people to think I'm stealing their shit. (laughs) But they update the best ball rankings uh, on a periodic basis. And these were updated yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Their top four in best ball this year, Craig, are all wide receivers in oh. order. It's Justin Jefferson, Jamar chase, Cooper cup, and Tyreek Hill. Uh, I agree with three of those. You do. Uh, as far as receivers go, I don't like, I was a big Cooper cup fan. I still am, but. The Rams, the Rams are not the same team, and his quarterback is broken. He's broken. I I don't know. I I think I, the old expression of like I want consistency mm-hmm. at my at my at my my one spot is it, it's like a thing of the past. I look at this and I'm like, okay, Justin Jefferson's been consistent. So has uh, Jamar Chase, but Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. Not that Tyreek Hill isn't good. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not bad mouthing Tyreek Hill, but his quarterback is very questionable. Yes, and that even means we don't know who their quarterback's going to be like in week three. <laughs> exactly, and that that concerns the crap out of me. You know, uh, when you're talking about running backs, oh, it's it's, it's finally trying to process my payment. Can I can I actually play on DraftKings <laughs> Maybe. today? Possibly. No, it just keeps taking me back to my bank sign in. So, all right, so we're not doing this today then, huh? All right. I guess not. Thanks. Thank you anyway. <laughs> Something has gone wrong with our online banking service. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> thank you for the live update. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, if I get the top two picks, I would absolutely inv- invest in Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. But if I'm picking three, because the next name down on the list is Christian McCaffrey. And here we go down. Here we go again. Yep. You know, he played most of the season last year, but you know who I honestly, outside of outside of Jefferson and Chase, you know, probably my number one is, and this Ooh. is probably the kiss of death, but it's Travis Kelsey. 
He rarely misses time. He's consistent. Yeah. He's the best in his position. <laughs> I say that he's gonna something terrible is gonna happen in week three. Please don't get hurt, Travis. We need you. <laughs> Next week, Travis Kelsey plays golf, tears all three of his ACLs. Yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I thought it was gonna have it happen at his his country music fest. I, you're not, you're not wrong. I don't think you're the only person that thought that. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought if he's gonna injure himself off season, it's gonna be at the music festival. But so then, rounding out their top ten, so he's got McCaffrey at five, Kelsey at six, he's got Austin Eckler at seven. Hey, <sighs> all right. I feel like we drop off a cliff after Kelsey. I mean, like I can make just you can make you can sit there and go, well, you're being too harsh. Jefferson Chase, okay, but they could get her to Cup, Hill, McCaffrey. They could all have a full season. This is all true. And then we fall off to this guy who wants to get out of out of uh, uh, L.A. as fast as he can. He's not going anywhere. Eckler is not going anywhere, guys. I just... No, unless they, tr- you know, they, yeah, they can still trade him, right? They could. Yeah. They won't. No. <laughs> well, now, now there's rumors that they want to sign Delvin Cook. So I don't know how that's going to work. <sighs> Just the last couple of years, it, it used to be you clung to your running back even when they'd get hurt. You would cling to a a, a stud back until they were like 27 or 28. Mm-hmm. Now it's like your second injury, it's time to go out back like old Yeller. <laughs> That's right, and because Cinch said you never give a running back a second never contract. never give a running back a second contract. <laughs> and I, I, it, it's starting to feel like in the league that people are taking that approach. So, all right, so... Past Eckler, it's Stefan Diggs at eight, C.D. Lamb at nine, yeah. and then a name that I don't know. <laughs> okay. Who is it? Bijan Robinson? Oh, he's the running back for Atlanta now. He's he, They just drafted him. Okay, so this is this is where I actually have to get off my fat ass and start doing some work, right? Um, uh, yeah, I guess at least for a few of the rookies, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> he's from Texas. He was drafted number seven overall. I'm um, sorry, no, pick number eight overall. You know, I I, I got to go learn about this guy, which means he went to Texas. That means I got to call my old boss from the Bluefish, who also went to Texas and follows them like religiously and be like, all right, tell me about this Bijan Robinson guy. But I, I already know what he's going to say. I can hear him in my head going, oh, dude, he's amazing. I'm drafting him first everywhere I can grab him. He's the next big thing. Okay. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> but he's going super high in best ball he's going ahead of guys like aj brown saquon barkley jonathan taylor nick chubb so here's my question for you you're 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 picking mccaffrey and eckler are gone okay are you okay with taking Bijan robinson in like the first round or second round for best ball nah. and passing up the taylors barkley's and chubbs yeah, no, I don't. Th- in best ball, I don't think I would take him. Season long, I mean, maybe. I get well, but season yes, long, but season long, we're gonna have more information available, right? Right. I mean, all we know with this this kid is what we've seen at Texas right now, and and maybe some some information from OTAs. But and I get it. I get Saquon is still floating out there, right? I didn't miss that in the fact that I was on vacation. Saquon hasn't settled in, right? I'm just as far as I as far as I know. <laughs> guaranteed money remains likely sticking point that was two days ago they offered they over they lowered the contract offer oh, jesus <laughs> Gee, 
The New York Giants are the most backwards organization. I can't even say that because I can name 10 teams more backwards than the New York Giants. <laughs> but but you know what? You know what the problem is here? This would mm-hmm. be Saquon's second contract. That's right. And you never give a running back a second <laughs> thought. A second. Ugh. Nope. Never. I, I get th- I, I get that he's he's been injured, but he played well last year. Did he miss a lot of time last year? I don't think he missed any no, games he last year. I don't. He did. I don't think it was too bad. But don't forget, the Giants also have Darren Waller now, so maybe they don't need a running back. Really? Like Saquon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really? Really? I just I want just want you to stop and think about what you just said for a minute, <laughs> and then we'll come back. <laughs> there's there's a great episode of the show that I love, The Mighty Boosh, which is where my my um. My Twitch streaming name of Howard Moon comes from, and there's a line in it where one of the characters says, "I want you to take that pad of paper and that pen. I want to write you to write down everything you just said, and then go think <laughs> about how wrong it is. And then when we come back together, I will explain to you exactly why that's wrong." <laughs> and I just, it just that's Darren Waller uh, is not the answer. Not the answer. It looks like he played all 16 games last year. 17. Huh. Yeah, he played in 16 out of 17 games last year. And they probably held him out of a game. Wow. Now, great. He only averaged 4.4 yards a carry. He only had 13 yards, 1,300 yards rushing. Oh, only 1,300 yards. Listen, in the modern NFL, that's not a lot. He didn't break 100 yards until November in a game. And that game was against the Texans. Yeah, I don't know if that counts. He, did, he also had 100 yards against Jacksonville, which is a decent defense, the Bears, and Tennessee. So... Did they win all those games? Wow, look at that. 4-0 when he breaks 100 yards last year. That's amazing. Hmm. Only only 10 that. touchdowns. Okay. I get it. He wasn't like super sharp out the gate, but this team went to the playoffs, and a big part of why they won six of their last seven games is because Saquon Barkley started to come on late in the season. So, I don't know. Never, never forget that team was three, six and one. Yes. And then went were. six and one down the stretch to make a playoff run. Yep. <laughs> That's I, I, I think I, I would say t- I, I if it's the if it's the unknown, if it's the unknown factor of Saquon versus B. John Robinson, I'm not even saying his name right. I believe... is it Bijan Bijan? I like I believe it's the first way, but I Bajan? don't know. I think. All right, so there's another thing I got to we'll see. Find this is, out. I'm starting. I'm starting to wake up from my postseason nap. I've been napping for the last five months. It's time for <laughs> me to get off my ass. I'm working on it. <laughs> the good news is I'm scrolling down this list. I don't see any other names I don't recognize. I just I I all right. So now I'm into the later rankings, and again, I don't want to. I think now I'm into the paid area because I do subscribe to their site and it's fantastic. But there's some names here that I don't recognize. But I get down to like 41st overall, but that's okay. We can we can worry about that later. I I, I just I don't know that I can I can take this Robinson kid over Saquon Barkley. I just don't think I can do it. And yeah, I understand no, I, it's, I understand it's a shit show. I get it. I don't think I would either. Uh, honestly, you know what? Best ball, and I know this sounds silly. I actually draft like three or four quarterbacks if I can. <laughs> oh yeah. Because oh, why not? Right. The year the year that Andrew Luck decided to retire was like four years ago now. Yeah, I, I was, was sitting at I was sitting at Maybe. two roads with Sean 
and we just opened my phone and did a best while we were sitting there. And again, we're drinking, as all good stories with any of us begin. We're drinking. And about three quarters of the way through the draft, we realized that the only quarterback we had was Andrew Luck. Dull. <laughs> and I looked at him and I went, I say we let it ride, baby. It's best ball. And he's like, yeah, Luck's going to play like 15 games this year, even if he struggles. I'm like, yeah. Two weeks later, Andrew Luck fucking retires. <laughs> and we go into a best ball season with literally no quarterback. Literally yep. none. Because that's that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> But we were like, let it roll. We, we, we want, we're going to get insane depth at every other position because we're only drafting one quarterback. We're going to be max depth at right, wide out and, and, and running back. And we didn't finish last. That's the weirdest part. I think we finished like ninth out of 10. But we didn't finish last. There was somebody who was actually worse than us. Was there? Yeah, I, mm, I, I remember. I remember good. us feeling like, like it was the race to not finish last. I mean, you know what? And sometimes that's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you this. We are we are starting to run out of time. Sad. With off the top of your head, is there a guy in best ball that you really like that you think no one else is looking at or people are undervaluing? Ooh, that is a good question. And I just sprung this on you. You did. Hmm. Like say outside the top 25 if you were looking at a ranking kind of thing. Because I can tell you mine right now while you ponder yours. I have two. Uh, I'm you, seeing, you, you tell me, then I'll tell you. I'm mine. seeing Debo Samuel and Derrick Henry in the upper 20s, low 30s of rankings. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, sir. Derrick Henry's still going to be a top 10 running back, and a top 10 running back is better than the top 30 best ball. Yeah. So, and, and Debo, Debo is explosive. Again, the thing with best ball, you guys got to remember, too, is you don't have to set up a lineup. You know Debo Samuel is going to go off. The trick with season long is trying to figure out when it will happen. You don't have to do that here. You just lay back and let it happen. Yeah, that's right. You just have to pick who you would want, and you don't have to worry about starting anyone. So that's the yes. that's the good part of it. Yes, there is no there is we have an we have an expression for years. We've been doing this. We'll be sitting watching football together on a Sunday, and somebody who we didn't start has an amazing day, and one of us goes on my bench <laughs> in yep. that sing song voice happens. <laughs> three or four times a Sunday, every Sunday across the entire fucking season. We do this. Yep. And there's Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson with his third touchdown of the day. That's great. On my bench. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yep. So with best ball, that doesn't happen. If Debo Samuel decides to go for 200 yards and four touchdowns, I don't have to worry that he might have been on my bench. <laughs> That's true. So, all right, all right, so the, so I'm looking at Debo and Derrick Henry because I still think they have, I think, I still think Derrick Henry has mileage left. I know there's a lot of people who don't agree with me, and I know there's a lot of people who think he's going to end up on a different team. Yeah. Yep. He still, he ran for 1,500 yards last year, guys. Saquon Barkley's still demanding a lot of money for it. It had few, fewer yards and fewer <laughs> touchdowns than Derrick Henry. <laughs> Let's see. Some so someone who I think is kind of hidden. Underrated. Give me a Underrated. sneaky pick. You know what? Because we mentioned the person he played with, I'm gonna say Alexander Matson. Because Interesting. He they took they took Dalvin Cook's picture off of their Twitter like banner. Mm-hmm. And he was always Cook's replacement when he was hurt, which was, you know, on a regular basis. So he's, I think this season, he's going to be it in Minnesota. 
And I think a lot of so, people are overlooking that, thinking Cook is going to stay around, and I don't think he's going to be there that long. So I'm looking at the, I'm looking at at the fantasy points article. They mm-hmm. have him at RB twenty nine mm. for best ball. So that is a uber sneaky pick. That is extra sneaky. That is sneaky. That I is think. extra sneaky with a <laughs> side of blue cheese dressing. It's <laughs> level sneaky. I love that pick. I love that pick. They haven't signed anybody in Minnesota. Uh, he's there, but they haven't done anything with Cook. And I don't think they're going to resign him. And they haven't brought anybody else in? Nope. Not that I know of. Hold on. I'm going. I'm going. I mean, I te- technically, I think Cook is still a Viking, but I don't Yeah, think. Dalvin Cook is still technically on the roster from what I'm seeing here. But I- I've heard the same rumblings you have is that they want to get him out of there. They have nothing. Nope. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know half their backups. <laughs> this team is expected to compete for the division? Uh, yes, because Aaron Rodgers left. And everyone ignores the Bears. Sorry, Sean. Okay, let, I'm just going to put this out there. According to ESPN's depth charts, if they have to go to a four-wide receiver set, yeah. that puts Jalen Rager on the field. Remember him? Remember when he I was going to be the next? He was going to be the next big thing. I think. Where was he? In, he was in Philly, wasn't he? Yes. That didn't happen. I mean, like, okay, so name name the name the number two without looking. Who's the number two wide receiver in Minnesota? It's oh. Justin Jefferson, obviously. Who's the next name down? Uh, what's uh, uh, what's his name? Mumbly Joe, the guy that the, the white dude that walked on. He's still a Viking, isn't he? Or did he leave? Damn it! What's his name? Damn you, off season. <laughs> but I mean, oh, but, okay. So wait a minute. But all right, uh, let's pick another random team, though. Uh, pick. Tell me the number two wide receiver on any other team in the and the NFC North. Uh, Who's number that... two in uh, in in like Chicago? Chicago. I don't know. Okay. So well, Watson was... Green Watson's in Green Bay, but I think he's the number one now. So well, the point I was trying to get to is that this guy was an absolute nobody. Darnell Mooney is the number two, technically, in Chicago, by the way. Oh, they're, yes, they're, yes. They're, their front three is a thousand times better than <laughs> Minnesota's. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on. We're going to do this live before we wrap up. I just got to get the two, <laughs> okay. the two teams next to each other so I can actually see them. Sure. All right. What starting three would you prefer? Oh, they're God. Both run, they both run three wide out sets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God! The, the Bears are going to start Dante Foreman. Really? Really? According to ESPN, that's going to change. Khalil Herbert will take that job. Okay. Would you rather have DJ Moore mm-hmm. with Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool, <laughs> or Justin Jefferson with Jordan Addison and KJ Osborne? Oh God. Um. I'll just take Justin Jefferson by himself. You know what? Yeah, if, if you say to me, it's DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool, or Justin Jefferson, I agree with you. But you got to consider the rest of the squad. I'm just, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, this, this is. You know what? This I, is a I think because I still don't, I still don't know what the Bears' office wants to be. That's the problem. I think they still want a running quarterback instead of having him throw. Um, so I don't know how Fields is going to be. But yeah, is Jamison Williams going to play this year? Uh, I don't know. 
He's one of the guys suspended in the, the Lions thing. No, I think he's... Well, two of them are suspended for the year, aren't they? Yeah, so he's probably not. Because I'm not. Because I'm thinking about the entire NFC North, and it's Amon Ross, St. Brown, technically Jamison Williams, and Marvin Jones. Yes. But they also have Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, so they're not in the worst state. Oh, gosh. Do I even want to look at Green Bay? Yeah, you might as well. They're all rookies. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Christian what? Watson. Actually, uh, well, Watson, Watson is Watson, Dobbs, and they just drafted someone else. Jaden Reed. See, you know, you knew two of the guys here. You didn't did. know two of the guys on any of the other teams in this division. I did. <laughs> Jaden Reed. Jaden Reed's the third guy. Their their tight end list. I don't know any of these guys. What's their tight end list? Luke Musgrave. I think Tucker. They dra- What's that? No, I think they just drafted Musgrave. I think. Okay, Tucker Craft. Don't know. Josiah Degara. Sure. And Tyler Davis. Sure. <laughs> like, I don't know who any of you are. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe this team... They still got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. That's got to be something, right? You would hope, as long as they can stay healthy. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Homework assignment for next week. <laughs> let's let's start preparing. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to tackle... Let's let's. And I'm serious about this. Yeah. Next week, let's tackle the Eastern divisions of both conferences. We're going to talk about the AFC East and the NFC East. Okay. And let, that's our homework assignment for next week because we do we have to get to work here. We, we do. Are, we do. We do. Vacation's and, over. Sad. And by but, we, yeah. I really mean me. I have been so just kind of like don't really care about football during the summertime and the springtime, particularly with COVID ending and me being able to go outside again. Um you know, I, I just, I, yeah, it's, but it's time. It's time for us to get off our asses and get back to work. And I say this with full knowledge that Diablo, Diablo four <laughs> comes out in like five days. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Tuesday. We'll, we'll, we'll be Tuesday. talking, we'll be talking football <laughs> about it then too. I'm sure. So yeah. Cause neither one of us ponied up for early access. Fuck your early access. I'm not paying an extra $40 to play. No, two days no. Early. Yeah, no, I just, I just pre-ordered it, but I didn't get the early access. Yeah, screw no, that. No point. No point. Screw that. Oh, don't you want an extra mount? No. No, not really. No, I mean I'm still I'm still from the old Warcraft days. We had friends in our Warcraft days who would rather ride on their cheap, slow ass mounts across the entire continent than pay one gold of fake money to take a fly path. <laughs> hey man, back then gold was hard to get. <laughs> gold was hard to get. But I'd be like, guys, are you on your way? Yeah, we're about twenty minutes out. I'm like, twenty minutes out. I landed here five minutes ago. It's a straight flight. Oh no, we're we're running. What? Why? Gold, man, gold. Why? I mean, honestly, I we could I could talk old travel things all night. I I still remember in Star Wars Galaxies before they invented the vehicles that our, our friend Tom, if he wanted to go to his house, he would like set his character on an exact coordinate, press auto run, and then go do something else for like an hour. Yes. And then he'd come back and his guy would be running into the side of his house, like just standing there running in place. <laughs> he'd be like, okay, now I got to, I get the stuff I need. Now I got to run all the way back, go do something else. Yep. So, all right. Well, Craig, we're out of time. Final thoughts. <sighs> Final thoughts is, um, yeah, football is upon us and just really super quick. Somebody, fi- I finally got some vindication for something I've been saying for years on this podcast. And you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is players 
posting videos of themselves doing like some insane workout, like, you know, insane weight or whatever. Yeah. Um, JJ Watt was on a podcast or whatever interview, whatever. And he said he used to, he used to do that too, just to see how, like, you know, you get into a whole thing in your brain. You're like, yeah, I want to lift more and more and more and see how much you want to lift. Mm-hmm. When you're an athlete and you are not a, you know, you're not a power lifter. That's not your thing. He said him doing that actually probably made him more injury prone. Yes. So thank you. Finally, I am. I feel vindicated because I've been saying that. How much? I don't care if you can squat 800 pounds. It doesn't prove you can do anything on the football field. That's it. Thank you. And that's why. <laughs> that's why weight training has to be carefully monitored. People don't think about what weight training actually is on your body. When you're building muscle mass it's not like your body goes oh he's using that muscle on a more strenuous way let's send more resources that way you're literally tearing and repairing muscle yeah and not like tear like oh my god my tendon just ripped off but you are straining and damaging the muscle and the body is responding by making it stronger in order to deal with more strain well doesn't that make it stronger in the long run not necessarily it makes it stronger in how it can respond to demand, but it doesn't make it doesn't increase its stamina. Mm-hmm. Strength is not stamina, and that's what people think. How'd that guy get hurt? He jumped out of a pool. Did you see that? How how could he possibly get hurt? Because strength is not stamina, dumbass. Yeah. They are two completely different things. You know, exactly. I, 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 ten, two second quick story. I, I, I was a junior bowler in high school and in my younger... My right arm is amazingly strong compared to my left. And I was when I was in college, I was in the dorm with a dude who was a, was a uh, on the football team. He was like a third stringer, walk-on kind of guy. But he was big into weights. And he would do those... The, I don't even know what they're called. They're flies where you put the... You hold the barbells at your side and then you bring them straight out until your body makes a T formation with your arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would sit there and he would be like... He'd be like, a wimp guy like you can't even do 10 of these. And I'd be like, all right. And I'd pick him up and I would do 10 with my right arm in no time. And he got really pissed off one day. He was like, you can't outdo me on it. I'm like, my right arm versus your right arm? He went, yeah, okay. I got to like 35 before I couldn't make it full up. He got like 20. But he could also rip me in half if he wanted to. Strength is not stamina. I had better stamina than him, but if he had raised it, if he had taken instead of the 20 pound barbells that we were doing, if we had done forties, he would have kicked my ass because mm-hmm. I don't have the strength level, but don't confuse strength with stamina. Okay. Okay. I'm getting off my high horse now too. My final thought is go outside and touch some goddamn grass because it is time to start to get back to work. I'm going to start like, listen, this is the time of year where people stop walking to my office and hearing music. And they start hearing like everybody who I listen to, on a regular basis, like podcast after podcast after podcast, um, other people that I like to trust and then bring the information back to you guys. So, um, yeah, so that sounds really bad. It sounds like I copy everybody. Oh, I just listen to other people and take their opinion. No, I just, I, I'm a person who likes to garner a lot of opinions before he makes his own. Let me make that clear. So, but in the meantime, go out and touch some grass because it's going to be time to really get down to business in about a month and a half, two months. August 1st is usually where I consider the kickoff of the season. We usually kick off our season in July, which will probably happen. We probably have like two or three more episodes, and then we're going to start do our kickoff. Um, and then previews. Previews got to start in like the end of July, beginning of August. 
Yep. And that means we got to get all four of these crazy <laughs> motherfuckers back on the microphones. Oh, Sean. See what happens. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm scared to say this, but it might be yep. time to put all four of us in the same room again. Uh, he'll figure it out. Figure it out. I'm scared. I'm scared. I still have the video of when Sean took 25 minutes just to get ready to record that one time. <laughs> I like to sat there and started recording him. You ready? You ready? <laughs> How about now? And he kept looking away from the microphone, and he was sitting in front of it. That's that's the real reason we can't do these things in person anymore. <laughs> is Sean is an eye contact guy. So Sean will be sitting with the mic to his left, and I'm like, you just have to talk into the mic. He'll be like, okay. But I'm sitting to his right, and he'll start talking, and he turns this way, and now you can't hear what he's fucking saying. I'm like, talk into the mic, dumbass. You don't need to look at me. I know you're talking to me. We're doing this together. Talk to the mic. Uh, anyway. Anyway, but you know what you should do? In addition to talking to the mic, you should leave us a review. Wherever you listen to us, please just go on and leave us a review. We're on so many podcast directories nowadays. I don't even try to list them anymore. Um, but And also, if you'd like to reach out to us, as we're beginning to start putting together some season information, the best way to reach us is email. We are fignutsdfs at gmail.com. You can try tweeting at us, but honestly, I haven't looked at our Twitter in so long. I just, I'm getting tired of people who are telling me that aliens have our DNA and shit on Twitter. So Twitter is pretty much dead to me. Um, pretty much just cats and dog pictures is the only thing I use Twitter for anymore. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's, that's a fair use of it. And we're also on the, on, on Facebook at the football fig nuts podcast on there. But again, email as old manish as it sounds, email is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us just because social media is, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm an old curmudgeon, but social media is kind of dead to me. Yeah, yeah. I might I might dabble with trying to make a, a Mastodon account for us, but we'll see what happens. I, I don't know what that is, and I'm scared of it. Is that the one that, <laughs> that Donald Trump started? No, 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 no. Mastodon's not... it's it's something that it's it looks like Twitter, but you run it yourself. So That sounds like a whole heap and load of bullshit. <laughs> Alright, you're in charge of that. <laughs> and until until we meet with you guys next time, you guys are in charge of everything else. So until then, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Yep, we got to let Craig sneak that one in there. Until we meet again, my name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Bear. <laughs>